Underground, what's up? Glad you guys are back with us. Uh, so uh, we're doing this big old topic. Should we apologize first for the, our lack of energy last week? I mean, you should. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. I ask for your forgiveness. Go ahead. No. Yeah, totally. It was it was painful. No, I mean, I mean, <laughs> when we're, we're recording in the afternoon and it was hot and we're in the stuffy room and like uh, drinking a bunch of coffee, which made me more hot and more stuffy. But anyway, no, you are forgiven. Thank you. You know, sometimes you feel like you you really are the the, the teammate who's what's what am you're, I trying to you're say? You're dragging me along. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> what's a nice way of saying carrying the entire burden? I don't know. Whatever it is, like no man, it's all good. So we're we're back here today uh, with fellow underground uh, extraordinaire Timmy Veith. Hi, Timmy. Good afternoon, Timmy Veith. <sighs> we were trying to say like we're not necessarily still recording the same afternoon. Oh yeah. Oh man. Now oh, well, now Good morning. every <laughs> that's Good better. Morning. That's better. Should I apologize for last week when I was very tired? <laughs> <laughs> no, we splashed water on her face. Uh, now we're standing up. It's all good. So I walked over to Timmy and I said, OK, Timmy, we're doing this this barriers topic, right? Like barriers to gospel movement. I said, Timmy, what keeps us from seeing the gospel move? And you said death. <laughs> that's actually that was immediately what you said and we said that's good that's good that's good what, what technically <laughs> technically it's true we're yes. not gonna do an episode on that though that would be a really short and depressing episode yeah like, we should have just ended right there <laughs> <laughs> this week's episode is three minutes oh we just apologized for last episode <laughs> yeah. and then reference death no so uh and we're like okay cool yeah that's good timmy timmy can you think outside the box and then timmy's <laughs> next response wait we're not even recording Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole thing's not recording or timmy's not recording timmy's not recording oh, oh sad should we start over i don't know that was really good stuff though yeah we have to start over okay that's all good. But look, mm. I can just splice it. So I'll... It's on fire. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's all right. Now we're back at recording Timmy. Hey, Timmy. So, so... Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry I was so tired last week. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Okay, so we went to you. You said death stops the, the movement of the gospel. Then we said what else? And what did you say? Uh, crippling fear and self-doubt. <laughs> we said, great. We can, work, we can work with that. <laughs> you're, you're in. Come and talk about that. Uh, but honestly, no, that is that is an absolute, like, very valid thing is that we feel personally that we are not either worthy or equipped or fill in the blank of whatever self-doubt type of word right. there is to say, I actually, I don't even know what I'm doing. How can God even use me? I'm just whatever. Um, and so we're like, dude, let's, let's invite, I mean, really the, if we could just think of the, just the most simple minded, uh, least gifted person we know to be able to speak on this. And Timmy, we're like, Hey, <laughs> oh come on boy. <laughs> I was like, where is he? Oh, he's I have going. so much to offer. He's going there. No, that's not funny. I'm sorry. Um, but I wanted to really hear from you, Timmy is like, why was that the first thing actually after death? The second thing that popped up in your mind when we asked that. And and I know some of it's going to come from personal experience, but just like, yeah, unpack that a little bit, man. I mean, I'll jump a little bit ahead just to say like, I have the self-recognition now to say that it's identity, Mm. right? It's my identity is wrapped up in what it's what others think of me. Um, the world around me, it's comparing myself to others. Um, it's, it's not giving, uh, myself true identity as a as a chosen 
son of God, as co-heir with Christ, that I have everything I need just by joining him. Uh, so, th- so I can come to the re- the resolution in the end in my mind, but man, it, it, that's a long journey to just get there in my own head. Uh, I still live in the place of Jesus. I believe. Help me with my unbelief. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that this is like when we tag off of last week. You know, we've got this sort of. To use underground language, we use a lot of breathing in, breathing out language. Mm-hmm. Last week was more like breathing out, right? This is like the obedience piece that we talked about last week. So Jesus is calling us to hear and obey. And there's there's abiding in that. If you don't abide with Jesus, you're, you're yeah. never going to effectively hear and, and obey. Uh, but, but this week, we're, it's more like that breathing in piece. It's this piece of just like... Yeah, I love how you said that, just like very straightforward, because this is true of my story as well. It's just this identity piece. Mm-hmm. What is it wrapped up in right now? Mm-hmm. Is it really in I am loved and you want to empower me? You want to mm-hmm. speak to me? You want me to join you? And in this way that like he looks on us, he has a name for us, he's chosen mm-hmm. us. And he just longs for us to be partnered with him in what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And if we don't fully b- like own that, believe that, then we will operate out of a sense of duty or guilt that is crippling. Um, mm-hmm. That we never find full freedom in just speaking about the goodness of what Jesus has done in us because we're not experiencing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, it, and it, 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 it causes me... That place, that negative spot, the wrong mental approach, uh, causes me to strive. Mm, it yeah. causes me to to strategize how I can do better, what I can do different, how I should phrase things, the way to approach uh, my neighbors or my friends or colleagues. Well, not not colleagues. No, I mean, totally, Brian. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, so like, so it's like protecting you from. Th- uh, st- thriving, <laughs> striving, <laughs> protecting you from thrive, uh, from striving after something that you really can't accomplish on your own. Right. Anyway. Mm. Right. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like if you are listening to this podcast, maybe you're, you're driving. That seems to be the assumption that every time we reference, if yeah. you're listening to this, you're driving somewhere or if, cutting grass. Yeah. Or sitting at your desk, like at work. A lot of people do. Or that. just doing anything. Right. <laughs> laundry. You could be doing laundry. <laughs> You know, eating breakfast. Let's do a podcast just on where people we're, are listening we're to in podcasts. This, we're in this series of everyday spaces. What are you doing when you listen to podcasts? <laughs> um, it, but you could, like, we could say, hey, who of you have ever felt like you can't do this? Like you don't know how or you aren't worthy or this thing you've done in your life or whatever. I bet all of us mm. would raise our hand and say, no, we're not worthy. You know, and so that may manifest itself in different ways from I'm a leader of a mega church. I'm just going to fake it. Right. Uh, which is very true. I mean, that's a big thing or crippling fear that I'm not even going to take a single step. Right. Because right. I because like I think it manifests itself. Really, it's it's the underlying the same problem is that like, I you know, it's like I don't I'm not really finding my worth in what Jesus says mm-hmm. about me. Like it's it's what I have to what I have to do, you know. No, I wrestle with that all the time. I think there's another angle on this that while you were just speaking about that, that came to mind is we're also using this language of I can't do it. I'm not worthy. 
I, I, right. I, you know, it's like, and I was just like, all right, I'm trying to listen to you and hear that piece. And I felt like Jesus was just going, actually, I think this is one that you don't need to try to work people out of. People should just own this. You can't do this. (laughs) You know, it's like, (laughs) it's not, it's not your job. It is the spirit's job. Right. You know, and so I know what you're saying, too. Yeah. And I, I think it's like we have to deal with both of those angles where on one side we have to just go like, but he is so worthy mm-hmm. and he is so faithful mm-hmm. and he is all of these things. And it's like when when we just behold the beauty of that and receive it and put like this is actually something I'm owning right now. I just journaled about it the other day. Um, maybe. Oh, Hear the paper. I love that you have to intentionally put the book by the microphone. <laughs> so that I we make this I love jo- it. We make this joke all the time. What are you about? Um, but just this piece of like, um, I was just praising God for He's done no wrong. He's never shown Himself to be unkind or unfair. Um, but that, like the that He's only demonstrated incredible grace and kindness. And man, just how this should move me. And then he just began to just sort of press on my own heart, like, hey, you are loved. Receive that from me. And before all the other things, just receive that first and cling to that truth. And then I journaled these words. You're trying to own this neighborhood in ways that you cannot. Wow. Their journey to and with me is their own. And only I can do that work. You can speak. And, and offer truths about me and be with people, but they don't need you to be me. And your anxiety stems from trying to multiply you and not me. Mm. And like when I wrote that stuff, I was like, oh, I, so that just like your, Amen. Yeah. your language kind of brought that back where it's like, I'm afraid, I'm mm. afraid. Why? Because I'm putting weight on me to be Jesus. And we always tell people, be you know, you just go be Jesus. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like you can't be Jesus. <laughs> you know, that is right. impossible. You can allow him to live and breathe and move through you. But I do think there's that weird tension there of like representing Jesus versus owning the responsibility, which some of I think some of yeah. that like feel of inadequacy comes out of me just trying to like be all of him. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. No, that makes that makes sense. Okay, so all of that is 100% true while also and I would tell, no, 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 this is but the, uh, no it's not a, it's not a but that's why I was very intentional saying in addition to this no I remember the first time I ever went into a jail context uh, I joined a a dude had been doing jail ministry for years and you know he's like asking me like are you nervous or you know I'm just you know I forget I'm sure I was like no of course no this is nothing yes right? <laughs> <laughs> and no <laughs> That's a really good impression. That's that's what I sounded in my in my mind. Mm-hmm. Yes, no, but so I remember him looking at me, and and he was a leader for years and years and years, and he said, "You are fully equipped to do the work here." And so, like, all of what you said is true, while also all of that is true. Mm-hmm. Right. Is that if the spirit of the living God lives inside me, then I am as equipped as anyone else to do the work of God. Um, but that's when I get I, I got to get out of the way, allow God to do His thing because it's not me who's doing it. It's, it's like we're we're voicing the great irony of both being here but not being the one who does the work, but working hard but knowing that 
our hard work doesn't change things. Like it's like we're trying to voice that, which is such a hard thing to actually articulate. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so we have to rep- reposit it from um, it's not me doing the work of Jesus; it's Jesus doing work through me and in me. Amen. That's yeah. where it starts, right? Yeah. Yeah. So now that you hear these things, you know trying to address that like the average everyday person has walked through some sort of sense of deconstruction right like okay the current systems of the church are not set up to see movement happen ultimately there's a small number of people that get to do the work of ministry rather than all of us really being fully empowered and equipped so i'm going i want to be empowered and equipped we've kind of worked through last week with like what is a disciple I got to hear and obey, and then I got to help people hear and obey. Can I do this? Can I do this? I thought you were just clearing your throat. Nope. That was still part of the... That was like a dramatic interpretation. No, it it worked. It hit home. home. I think it goes back to to breathing in, right? It's it's letting letting the Spirit speak truth into us. Uh, it, It speaks to the importance of missional partners or missional teams that in those spaces are where we are, um, we're called back to our true identity and community. Yeah. I mean, you, you started with really the, which, I mean, what we should end it on is identity. You I know. To, you I'm to sorry. To the correct answer, man. So we, most of what you don't understand that most of what we say during these podcasts is total like bull until we get to the end and we really <laughs> I, hit home. I will totally edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is that not true? Yeah, because I mean, it's like we need to identify the lies, and we need to know the kind of the voice. There it is. Like what what mm. what voice is true and what voice is not? And it's like if the if the voice that we keep believing is a voice that's saying we are unworthy, we can't do it, not because you've done this, you can't do this. Like that is not the the voice of our Father, yeah. right? Our Father is a voice of love, and yes, there's a, there's conviction. Right. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like shame. If the voice is shame, 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 that is not the voice of the father. So it's got it. Well, then what's the voice? Okay. It's either me or it's the enemy. Right. And so it's like, if if I've got all this self doubt or the enemy is, is trying to convince me that I can't do it. It's like, well, first and foremost, I want to understand now like God, what does God say about me? And again, it goes back to the first thing you said at the beginning of this episode. It's a, it's an identity thing. Mm -hmm. Like I, who I am, Right, I am in. I am in Christ. I am a, a son of God. Like I am. I have as much. Uh, I'm an. I'm an heir. I'm a co-heir with Christ. Yeah. Right. Like you understand who you are. Then mission is actually like embedded into the very DNA of. I'm a follower of Jesus. I am. I'm someone who gets to co-labor with Jesus on mission. I am not perfect. Praise God. We've already done podcasts on the type of people that Jesus chose to run with him. You know, it's like always the lowly. It's always the unimpressive. Right. So it's like, if you feel unworthy in that sense, then Hey, join every other story of every other person in the new Testament. Right. Like, yeah, we, we aren't worthy in that sense, but in the other sense, we're completely worthy because you know, the the spirit of the living God dwells inside of us. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that brings me back uh, to 2 Corinthians 4, which we started on when we were beginning this series on barriers yeah. with Jesus as Lord. That's right. Um, you've got Paul writing to the Corinthians, and he's saying, since God in his mercy has given us this new way, we never give up. We reject all shameful deeds and underhanded methods. 
and he's saying we if the if the good news we preach is hidden behind a veil it's only hidden from those that are perishing and uh, they're unable to see this glorious light of the good news. We don't go around preaching about ourselves. We preach that Jesus Christ is Lord. And then he begins talking about how they're pressed on every side by troubles, but they're not crushed. They're perplexed but not driven to despair. Mm. They're hunted down but never abandoned by God. They get knocked down, but they're not destroyed. Through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may be seen in our bodies. We live under constant danger of death because we serve Jesus so that the life of Jesus will be evident in our dying bodies. So we live in the face of death, but this has resulted in eternal life for you. He's talking about his example for them and how they're living. But we continue to preach because we have the same kind of faith the psalmist had when he said, I believed in God, so I spoke. Mm. Like, I love the simplicity of that, but how profound it is Mm. as well. Yeah. You know, like... Mm. The faith of the psalmist is, I believe in you, so I speak. We know that God, who raised the Lord Jesus, will also raise us with Jesus and present us to himself together with you. That's why we never give up. Uh, These are his words. This is why we never give up. Mm. And it just reminded me while you're saying that again, it's like that we keep saying this truth over and over, like we are sons and daughters, we are beloved, we are called, I love how you said we have to repent of those lies that are telling us you're not worthy. It's like, oh, um, you know, whatever we feel, Christ is in us, the hope of glory, Colossians 1, right? Mm -hmm. And we continue to preach because we have the same kind of faith of the psalmist when he said, I believed in God, so I spoke. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, just do that, you know? Um, And there will be moments where you go, do I believe Mm -hmm. in God? And David had quite a few of those. Like, that's the beauty of that line. It's like, I I believed like the psalmist, so I spoke. Why don't you go read some psalms mm. for a few hours, and you'll see how many times David is like, hey, bro, you there? Yeah. Anybody oh, yeah. up there? <laughs> you know? But, like, that's the kind of faith that's always wrestling with this, like, man, I just, like, I don't feel like I, mm. I should be or could be doing this. And God's saying, no. You, mm. I mean, in some ways, no, you're not. Like that's why I make you worthy. Yeah, that's why I live fully inside of you mm-hmm. and bring you to life. But also, yes, you are worthy because I live inside of you. Right. Yeah. That, I mean, the number one description of New Testament people in, is is in Christ or in Him. Mm. Right. I just yeah. like you should do a little Google search on that. Like, w- w- how many times? In, in the letters in particular, in Paul's letters, where it describes the church as those who are in him or in Christ. I mean, it's like it's dozens of times. And so our very identity as a people are those who are found in in Jesus, right? Like that, that, is, that is who we are to the core. And so what that means is it makes me think of our friend Chris, Chris, who is a loyal listener. What up, Chris? Um, hey, who, Chris. Who is... Say hi to Chris. Hey, Chris. So... <laughs> but Chris has often said there is no such thing as Holy Spirit Junior, mm. and I and I've I've thought about that phrase so many times in different contexts. So it's like when we're trying to to make everyday missionaries, there is no such thing as Holy Spirit Junior. There's not like the special Holy Spirit that lives in the special leaders, right? No, it's like you have that, you have that same God yeah. dwelling inside you. So anything that validates. Anyone you think in your mind, like in your mind, think of that person who is like, man, if I could be like him, 
I'd be totally doing this, right? If I could have that attribute or I could be, you know, in this way or whatever. And, you know, so if you're all thinking of Timmy, that's great, <laughs> right? And so I'm thinking of Timmy and it's like, what makes that person worthy? That the spirit of God dwells inside them, mm. that they're in Christ, mm. you know? Okay, so what about you? Like, if you put it in that perspective, man, it's like, yeah, you are worthy. You are in Christ. The spirit of God dwells in you. There's no Holy Spirit, Junior. And if the spirit of God is in you, Christ in you, the hope of glory, the one who speaks and universes are formed, <laughs> then, yeah, you know, this is good news to hear. It's like, that's not a barrier anymore, yeah. right? You know, Ooh. and it becomes, it becomes, I don't know what it becomes. Empowering. I don't, yeah, yeah it becomes it empowering. From the, wind in your, the wind in your sails, right? Yeah. yeah. It's the wind beneath your wings. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was about to actually go to the negative side and be like, if you keep saying it, it's just an excuse. But yours sounded way more encouraging. <laughs> it's empowering. Absolutely. No, I mean, actually, I really do like that because that which can be a barrier is flipped upside down mm. to really understanding. When we know our identity, it's actually a, it's a fueler. Is that a word? Fuel. It is now. It is now. Something yeah, that yeah. fuels. No, I love that because most of the barriers we're talking about, it doesn't feel like that's the case. It's more like, hey, reject that. Don't do that. Don't, or whatever. It's like these things that are barriers to gospel movement. This is like, no, nah, you just flip it on its head and actually understand it. Like, don't believe the lies. Like, yes, you are unworthy if you do it on your own. But, but. you flip that. Yeah, exactly. You flip it all the way around, and it's a totally redemptive reality. I, I like I like that. You are the wind beneath my wings. Yeah, and it's, it just gets back to that Jesus came to redo- restore, redeem, and reclaim all things, past, present, and future. Yeah, so in light of what we spoke about in, last, in the last episode, we'll just hear and obey. And I would just encourage this as we kind of wrap another little short episode on barriers is if you're in a place or a position where you feel like I'm just not worthy, I'm not, I can't do this on my own. Like I'd encourage you to hear (laughs) you are loved. Mm. John 15, you know, you are my friends that you just as Corey said, you are in Christ. Um, as the Ephesians says, you know, before he made the world, he loved us and chose us to be holy and without fault in his eyes. That that God, in advance, decided to adopt us into his own family. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. Mm. You know, so I just want to, like, I'm, I'm asking you, hear from the Holy Spirit even now that you are loved. Wherever, you, if you're driving in your car. <laughs> If you're mowing your lawn, <laughs> if you're doing laundry, <laughs> you're sitting you, at a coffee shop, you are the beloved. Mm-hmm. And to obey in that today, well, not like taking this as this arrogance thing of like, well, I can do whatever because, um, you know, but just like in awe and humility, just reflect on that for a little while today. Like spend some time in meditation when you're done with this episode of just, I am the beloved. And again, this is another thing that's like in community, it's better, yeah. mm. you know, to receive this from a group of people that is your family and can speak this good news into you and say, don't mm. do this alone. Yeah. Let's do this together. It's good. And I, I do I, I, all the scripture now that we're at the end of our podcast here. I'm like just thinking about these things. And it's like, like recently, I can't remember if I talked about this on this podcast, but uh, I at the end of John, right, post-resurrection, right, and you get all his disciples are just like, you know, that, oh, man, like, what do we do now? And there's two pictures 
of two different disciples that Jesus meets exactly where they're at to either reinstate or, uh, like, <laughs> what, Timmy? I'm just waiting to see where you go this because is... I just got done doing a prayer guide for this week, and it, I think it's this. Oh, I was like, either you're like, <laughs> it's like, what are you laughing at, dude? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm looking at two, and one's Thomas, mm-hmm. and the other's Peter. And it's like, you guys are both, li- I missed something going into this, so I'm excited no, about this. Spirit confirming. This is but, spirit confirming, yeah. But Thomas is like, I mean, he is he is doubting, right? He's like, man, I ain't going to believe it unless I see it, mm-hmm. right? Like, I can, if my finger can touch the holes, then I'm not going to believe it. And Jesus meets him where he's at, right? He says, peace be with you for like multiple times. And he says, stop doubting and believe. Right there, there is. I'm not. I don't know how in your face that mm-hmm. stop doubting was, but it was. It was direct enough to be like, all right, okay. Lack of belief. You need to step in this. You need to believe. Okay, and it seems like it was a little. I don't know. Harsh is the right word, but there was that tone of firm, of firm. Yeah, firmness. Next one's Peter. Right. So Peter just has you know, in all of his zeal, like the moment that a little girl asked him if he you know was friends with Jesus, he denied three times. <laughs> it's, <laughs> Yeah, it's like, so it's like in in all that zeal, there's all this shame, right? Mm -hmm. Just like, and so I don't know if you're as a listener can think of times in your life where you, you know, you resonate with that. Just shame. I can't do this shame. And Jesus just immediately goes, I'm just like much more of like an arm around you. Mm. Like, hey, do you love me? Mm. Do you love me? He's just like, just feed my sheep. There's just this very gentle, no, man, you're, you're, get back in the game. Mm-hmm. It's all good. I got your back. Yeah, I, I love you. You're in this. And so, I don't know. I'm, I, I was journaling about that one a handful of weeks or months ago. It was just like, man, look, at, I, I remember times in my life where I was both of those, mm-hmm. right? That I've just straight up doubted or that, man, how can I, how can God use me when I'm this, yeah. right? And so both of those, Jesus comes to, he, he addresses both of those, right? So I don't know if, if either one of those really hits home with you as you listen, but Jesus addresses both of those and both, both times those guys went on to be incredible (laughs) disciple makers and apostles for the church. Thanks for listening to the underground podcast. We hope that it's either been an encouragement to you or that it's created a curiosity about what it means to live into a missionary mindset with an aim to make disciples and see the church emerge. If you're a missionary or a microchurch in Kansas City and you're looking for coaching or just belonging within a network, we'd love to connect with you so we can learn about what you are doing and how you are joining Jesus for gospel saturation in this city. If you're outside the Kansas City area and have questions about what it would mean to catalyze a disciple-making movement, that leads to the emergence of microchurches and every network within your city. We'd love to connect with you as well and offer whatever resources might be helpful to you. You can find out more at kcunderground.com. Grace and peace, friends.